Welcome to the Good-ish People podcast. I'm Jackie Pruitt. And I'm Hannah Jones. This is a podcast, as you know, where we have conversations that are sometimes hard. Ow. Sometimes <laughs> funny. Haha. Haha. Some- <laughs> sometimes. Oh, man, that was awkward. Ick. All the while, just trying to be good people. <laughs> Although, let's be real, we're j- always just good-ish. Emphasis on the ish. Am I right, Hannah? Absolutely right. And today, the ish is our delivery of this intro. And with that, come join us as we laugh, cry, and snort our way through our ish and our life's most pervasive and relatable conversations, which today we will be chatting about SEC college football and you know any related Ooh. stories we have to the topic uh, because... It is the first weekend of football that college football that really matters. It technically started last weekend, but it today is Saturday, the first day of SEC football starting, and we are celebrating that. So it'll be fun. So anyway, we're out here navigating adulthood to the best of our ability, and today there is football. That's our coping mechanism today. And also Jackie is rocking her new favorite beverage of the fall in Oktoberfest. I'm so excited. I'm not it makes really- me. <laughs> it makes me, it makes me so happy to see you so happy. <laughs> I know I'm like I'm like a kid like at a candy store. I'm not a beer drinker typically. When I drink beer, that's off season, and by off season, I mean not football season. It's typically a lager. You mean not Oktoberfest season? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I mean. I am a huge Oktoberfest drinker. I love Oktoberfest. Um, it's just crisp. It reminds me of fall. It makes me feel happy inside. Um, it's spooky season. And so basically not only is today September 1st, which is the start of, you know, that's a, I need to not sing all that. So I don't get fined for copyright infringement or whatever. You were still under five seconds. So you're good. Great. I just getting really excited, um, about the Georgia football today. (laughs) If your own university (laughs) sued you for singing that song, that would be really tragic. Go dogs. From prison. <laughs> They're suing you for prison. more money than you paid in the first place to get a degree from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. As my bail. Um, but so it really in my mind, right? September 1st, it is the first day of fall. It's the second. Oh, excuse me, the second. I keep thinking today. But we can September pretend 1st. it's yesterday. Oh, I, I don't know why I thought today was You know what though? 1st. It's only it's basically the first because football. So we'll pretend it's the first. That's very true. Okay, we're gonna pretend it's the first. Um yes, gonna pretend it's the first. Well, in that case, we're talking about some exciting things today. And it has to do with our SEC experiences. I do have to let you know that Hannah is currently wearing an Auburn t shirt, which looks great and- on her. Oh, thank you. These are good colors for me, so I appreciate that. I mean, those are great colors for you. Yep, and Jackie's rocking a Georgia jersey, looking excellent. I almost went the jersey route, but because I have neutral feelings about Auburn this year, I didn't go all in, and I just decided to be comfortable. Mm. My jersey's also comfortable, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I didn't give it my best effort because, frankly, their coach search didn't give me their best effort. Mm. Can you tell? You are very funny. Um, you are a very funny lady. That being, oh, I just heard a dog bark because go dogs. <laughs> we, have, we have three dogs here too. Eddie's wow. Here. Eddie's here. Wuxtry's here. Griswold's here, and Baxter is about to be here. They're which called, is our friend. Oh, wow. That's yeah, yeah. Be crazy. It's gonna be four dogs are running around here. Two but horses I, and two corgs. Yep. Yep. Really, two horses and two. We basically have a beer commercial on our hands. 
Yeah, we really do. Oh my gosh, we could get famous. We're starting to post content about Ed on TikTok, so maybe we get some footage today of him with his pals. What a rock star. And, they, and then they can also get famous. You really could take that into your hands with a Dalmatian and a Corgi and like make it work for you guys. You know what? I probably should like put some effort there. I feel like your sense of humor does well on social media as well, so I think you could really skyrocket. That is kind. That is very kind. Maybe I'll start an account. Maybe you should. I mean, up. why not? Just, just see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, just Test play the it. waters. See what's up. I'm what's gonna do up that. What's up? Okay, speaking of what's up, what's up, we do need to do our uh, good and our ish for the week. Uh, mm-hmm. We did record earlier this week, so there's only been a few days, so we can probably go through this pretty quickly, I would think. I think so, too. It'll be good. Um, I will start with my good. Go for it. My good is today. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> I haven't had this good of a day in, in a while. And what I mean by that is just the whole day has just been splendid so far. Uh-huh. And I know it's just been, just been excellent. I got to go on a run outside and that made me feel really good after. Cause nice. it, it's cool enough outside to actually be okay to run. It's like, it was like 77 when I was running. As yeah, there's like, like a breeze too, which is so nice. And in the shade, it was it was perfect. And then I bought fall candles. So the house smells like ah, fall. Ah, yes. Where'd you shop for candles? I I, I did go to Home Goods. I nice, did, just yes, like we just talked about. Yep, yep. It's the place to go. Don't waste your money at Anthropology. Go to Home Goods. No, no, don't. Unless, unless I will say, there's just one candle at Anthropology. That's this big, big candle. I used to get it when my friend worked there, so I could get a discount. Ooh, smart. But it's like a fall candle, but it would last forever. Ooh. I ended up paying like 20 bucks for it, but it was like a Ooh. $70 candle. See, I'm not going to spend $70 on a candle. Right, right. Because the thing about candles mm-hmm. is you literally burn them away and then you can't keep using them. And that's a real bummer. It's like literally burning a hole through your pocket of your cash. <laughs> <laughs> literally. But, but Jackie and I are both obsessed with candles. And if I had endless money, I would just buy all of the mm-hmm. fancy candles. I would buy perfume brand candles and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Because it's, man, I would. But in the meantime, while I don't have all the money, Home Goods is a, is a nice place to go find some candles in the meantime. It is. And they have big candles, like mm-hmm. ones with a bunch, with like 10 wicks. You can get yep. that for $20 and it's, that will last, you know, if I'm lucky, a month, if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. Depending on how much we light it. <laughs> it's just such an aesthetic. It's such a vibe. It is. Um, and so I would say just today, the, the, and we get to podcast today, and we get to watch college football today. It's just yep. a great, overall a great day. So that's mine. It's very short and sweet, but to the point. I love it. Um, it's been a pretty uneventful four days since we last podcasted. So I guess my good today is super fun. But last night, Connor and I got to just kind of hang out. We didn't really have plans intentionally. We went to Bar Taco and got some tacos, which I haven't eaten there in a while. It's always fun. And then wandered on over to a bar in our neighborhood called The Lingering Shade. Shout out. Go there. It's always pretty empty and we want it to stay alive. So please go give them business. Uh, Just really good vibes. They play like Frank Sinatra and big band music. And I love that. Makes me happy. And we just got to chill and then got to bed at a very reasonable hour. So it was it was lovely. Um, And then I slept in this morning, which was nice. But I had to do. So apparently this is something that is like a part of ADHD, which I've never known. But 
I hate showering because it's so such a burden to like go through the process. It's always been that way. I'm like, oh, I dread it. I literally dread it because it takes so long. Um, and I had to shower this morning. So mm. that was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> How dumb is that? But it really, I was like, I mean, it's a whole process. And because I'm doing that thing where I have to like really treat my hair and trying to heal it. There's like it extra great. stuff. Thank you. I've been putting what in so much freaking effort to make it healthier. And it's, it's going to be a long process. I'm not expecting it to happen over the last four months. Like it's going to take a year or two years, but it means my showering process just takes longer. Cause I do like multiple leave-in products and blah, 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 blah. Well, it looks good. Thank you. I noticed that when you walked in the door and I meant to say something and then we oh, got distracted with the dogs and I was like, dang, my hair looks so good. Very voluminous. Oh, thank you. I blow dried it. I also did get recently a professional blow dryer, hair dryer. Because that, I mean, I, I, when I'm telling you, I'm trying as much as possible to take every bit of care as possible. That's like another thing I've been doing is trying not to use heat. And then when I do using professional products. So my hairdryer was just, it wasn't a bad one, but it was just older. And I was like, it's time to replace it. So I got a hairdryer that a lot of hairstylists use and it's supposed to be better on my hair. So mm. we'll see. We shall okay. see. Very cool. Goes. Yeah. Interesting. My little side, my side commentary on my shower yeah. this morning and then my post shower. <laughs> no, like I was sort of thinking like, I, I don't like, like I like, I love showering because I just stand there in the heat and the heat feels sure. so good and I feel very yes. relaxed. Yes. But if it's a shower where I have to like shave and I have yep. to, you know, really take care of myself, make sure like I don't, you know, smell bad or whatever, then, you know, it is an effort and I'm it always is. like, ah. Uh, don't really want to do this but it's got to be done it or does. I want it to be done so might as well yeah um, shaving is one that I like I I mean I loathe shaving it shaving oh, it takes so long worst. and I really just hate doing it but I'm trying to be better about it because I'm trying to do it every time I wash my hair which is one and a half times a week basically like once every four days so it's really like it's a perfect timing to shave it but I just oh, I hate I know I do too it is the worst because it takes forever and it does it's just okay being a woman you know it's like Connor gets in and out of the shower in five minutes it's insane insanity I know jealousy over here it's an unequal world you guys it is on many levels on that uh point do we want to get into our issues yeah it'll be brief (laughs) I'm happy to yeah I, I think it will I think it will um so yesterday I, you know, was sick and couldn't go into work, right? I woke up with a fever and, you know, that wasn't fun and just was feeling bad altogether. And um, so that wasn't good. But what's amazing though is I woke up this morning and I felt like a new person. Oh, good. So I think I I was overexhausted. Um, I'd killed myself last week at work. Yeah. I mean, I did. You had. Um, And so, you know, I just, I just felt terrible the whole day yesterday. And I think it was my body being like, stop. So I literally worked from the couch all day and yeah. I didn't leave the couch from 9am until like 11pm. I'm proud of you. And I'm a new person. Good. And honestly, like that is such a reality. I get, I get sick a lot when I'm really stressed at work, which mm-hmm. like, I always feel I'm like, my boss probably thinks I'm making it up, but like genuinely because I'm so stressed, yeah. my body is just mm-hmm. sick all the time. Um, so that's such a real thing. And if you don't actually take the rest to 
get better. You'll just keep getting sick. So I'm glad that you were able to rest, recover, and do what was best for you. Looking out for you. Dude, you gotta do it. I don't. I've pushed through before and I've taken all these Gatorades for work and then I just end up feeling bad the whole weekend and that was just not work good for like at the all. next month. Like, I mean, it can really, as the older we get, the more it can like really take you out. You're right. And so uh, that being said, that was definitely my ish, but I feel much better today. Praises. So happy. Me too. Um, me too. Praise, praise. Um, <laughs> my ish is just that I've just been feeling the past couple of days just kind of low energy and a little like, uh, I don't really know how to describe it. Like uh, anti, not antisocial. I just don't feel mm. like I have much to say. <laughs> I just yeah. feel kind of like, I just kind of will shut my brain off, but I haven't felt like negative or bad or anything. Just kind of gassed, you know? Gassed, yeah. Yeah. For no particular reason. Again, when we podcasted four days ago, we were about to start our periods and now I'm on mine. So that's probably a part of it, but I'm just feeling like very low mental energy. Mm, feel that. You're like, I got well, okay. to slow this roll down. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It yeah. is what it is. Some, it some months, there's more energy than other months. Indeed. In some weeks, there's more energy than other weeks. In some days, there's more energy than other days. And some Absolutely. hours, there's more energy than other hours. You see where I'm going with this? I see Minutes, it. Minutes, seconds, milliseconds. Just a moment, stealing a moment <laughs> of energy away. <laughs> and sometimes you have mental energy when you don't have physical energy and vice versa. And it's vice I'm versa for me right now because my body is like <laughs> fine. I feel fine in my body, but my head is, or my like brain is just like, I want to uh, disconnect and not do anything. But mm. yeah, it's okay. Not the biggest deal. Well, I, I respect it. I respect it. I'm here for it. Um, Thank you. And I I feel that. I feel that. Um, Are you done with your ish? Yeah. Shall we move on into college football stories? We should, but I have just one random thing to say. Say it. It's very random. Like, it would be, like, interesting. Okay, so I'm, like, obsessed with getting my nails done. Okay. Yes, I love it, too. You know, you can look at them right now, and they look really shitty. I didn't even notice. So, it's because I've picked them off. I go to this amazing person that does my nails I, I get my nails done probably like once every month and a half yep me too so long I get them acrylic well I have destroyed my nails mm-hmm. like they're no longer like what I mean yeah my nails, nails don't exist underneath these acrylics I mean same but I actually so last time I got them done I was like maybe I shouldn't get them done I probably should take a break and I did it anyway because I had yeah. three weddings to go to and I was like I'll just go get them done well they some of them started coming off so I just started picking them off I had a damaged nail before I got them done last time so I'm not kidding you like there is a crack like a straight up crack like in the middle of really this one my middle finger it looks like I'm flicking you off right now but you see it I can barely see it and it's kind of a little bit sorry I left the mic my eyesight is not great and I don't have my glasses on but Um, I can kind of see it and I know like where the acrylic stops it leaves an indent typically mm -hmm. I thought about getting them taken off and trying gel x instead however because we're about to go to that wedding go to our friend's wedding in Florida in like two weeks I'm probably just going to get them done this week and then after that take a break yeah, my nails need some air. Yeah, mine do too. And I wanted to do that same thing and go get them done again for the wedding, but like I don't think I can. Like I will break my nails off. Just so you could just do the glue on ones that you just pop on for the wedding day and then pop them right back off. If that's you want. true. I I did those like all last year when I was trying to save money when I was at Locum Tenants and was making so much. Sorry, I just mentioned that. Um, <laughs> um, it wasn't the company's fault. It was just my entry-level position. Um, 
So I just did the glue-ons and they worked great. I might have to do that, but um, all that to say, it's, um, yeah, they're pretty bad. And it sucks because, like, I love to have my nails done. I know. I have my next color picked out and everything. Yeah, what was it going to be? It was going to be, like, that royal blue, like that. Mm, um, Yes. What do you, there's another name for it. Uh, Uh, Cobalt blue. Is that what you're looking for? Cobalt blue, yeah. And I was going to do, like, French with it. Nice. And then I was going to have, like, a little pumpkin on one nail. And it was just going to be. I know. And then, so now. There's still time. Fall is all the way through the end of November. So you can still do pumpkins. You're right. I can. And then last year I did some ghost nails. That was pretty cool. Oh, those were cool. So I'm trying to, like, save up my health of my nails for that specifically. I respect it. um, yeah, they're bad. So if anybody wants, you know, listens to this and they see me in person following, come see me to look at my nails because it's kind of whack. They look so scary and it is so sad. And it, they're actually it's like really painful. Yeah, it is incredibly painful. I haven't, that's why I don't pop them off because I've just been getting fill-ins and I haven't had them popped off and I'm kind of scared too. Wait. Oh, I see. I see. You just keep getting them filled over and over and over. Do you over. not get them filled? I do, but okay. mine had been filled for like four or five months. Okay, and yeah, then yeah, I, yeah. This I was the result of. Yes, I had that one time and then they popped them off. I had one that like cracked and then I went in and they popped them all off and it was incredibly painful to get them taken off. The so worst. After the next time I do it, I'm just going to let them grow out as long as I can keep uh, clipping them and filing them down Smart. maybe and see if that works. Cause it was so painful. Yeah. It was, I last night peeling off the one with the crack. Yeah. I was basically in tears on the couch and Ned was like, what are you doing? I was yeah. like, dude, my nails, owie. Hurts SNS so bad. used to hurt, but not that bad. Um, but yeah, it's bad. That's why I'm thinking about trying. Have you heard of gel X? I hadn't heard of it until the last time I went in to get my nails done, but apparently it's something a lot of people are doing now. And it's like, they, they put an entire, they like put an entire thing on top of your nail, like a gel, Hmm. uh, tip basically, Hmm. but it covers the entire nail and then they do gel on top of it and like cure it. So it's a little bit healthier because it's gel based instead of Um, acrylic powder. And they're a little bit, apparently they're a little more flexible than acrylic tips too. Like not entirely, but more like a nail. Oh, interesting concept. Huh. That is an interesting concept. I wonder how I would handle that because like I'm so used to this. I'm used to them being hard to help me Me like deal with like, you know, if I'm opening something or I'm pulling on something to like open a door or pull blinds down, I'm like used to like leaning on my nails. Now that I'm leaning on (laughs) them, your nails. (laughs) basically like being like you know they actually (laughs) hinder me more than they help me like I can hardly like put necklaces on and like I I can never open jokes or anything like that so but I'm used to it so I'm sure there's going to be things that I am frustrated with because it'll be a big change yeah it's a big one and like my hands look so stubby now like look at my little left hand yeah because you're used to having like tips they're so tiny they don't look stubby but I know what you mean because I feel the same way when I when I even when I go and I get them filled and cut down I still feel Mm -hmm. stubby because they're in between they grow out a bunch and then they feel long but stubby numbers it's things that Connor's like you know I don't care at all about your nails I'm like I know you don't but I do Ned does not either man he's told me a bunch of times like excuse me I just burped into the mic Nice. That was, whew, I'm sorry, I'm drinking a beer right now. I'm not typically, whew. Don't apologize. It's just real life. You're right. Okay. Put that one in the sh- sorry jar. <laughs> we have one of those at my work. <laughs> Do you really? My team. Oh, that's great. It was primarily started because of me because I said sorry so much when I didn't need to. So then we'll do a drawing yeah, at the end. Who's ever Classic named. female behavior. Right. It was for no freaking God, reason. We need to apologize when we don't. So stupid. 
Um, and so whoever's name gets pulled out theoretically has to buy coffee for everybody. But Funny. also, like, my name has been put out of the jar, so I have everybody coffee, but I haven't acted on it yet. Should probably do uh, that soon. Yeah. Well, you'll get around to it. I will. I will. Okay. Speaking of getting around to it, shall we get around to our college football conversation? We totally shouldn't. I think I know where, to, where I would like to start. All right. Hit me with it. Okay. I want us both to describe our first SEC college experiences since we both, or college football experiences since we both went to big SEC schools. That we did for context. I know we mentioned this already, but in case you skipped all of our beginning of the podcast, just blabber uh, Mm -hmm. and just came straight to this conversation. I am an Auburn graduate from Auburn, Alabama, which is in the SEC West. And Jackie went to the University of Georgia, which is in the SEC East. Auburn and Georgia are big rivals, which is fun. So we have a lot of stories, I'm sure, around that game which is great. (laughs) Uh, When it comes to the first game that I went to, I honestly, I think I remember my first home game. I think I wore like an orange dress with blue flowers. And I want to say pearls. I don't, maybe earrings, but I don't think I wore a pearl necklace. Um, The dress was not, it was more like a skater dress. It was like a burnt orange with blue and white flower skater dress. So it wasn't like the Lily Pulitzer. I was never that. Mm -hmm. I was never preppy like that per se, but I did wear cowboy boots and I did put my shaker in my boots, my orange and blue Auburn shaker and walked around and felt cool, which I was cool. I think, I don't know if you knew me in college, you can let me know what you thought about me then. But I think (laughs) I went to that game. Actually, it's coming back to me. So Auburn is different than UGA in this way. Freshmen are often asked on dates to the game, but not like a real date. It's like a fraternity pledge date because they have to ask a girl. Every or most fraternities at Auburn, their pledges have to ask a girl to come with them as their date. And I believe I went with a guy from a fraternity called Farmhouse that I had never met, but I was like Farmhouse Burger. That's correct. Yes. Like Farmhouse Burger. They are like a pseudo Christian fraternity, but they're, I can't remember if they actually are or not. They, I can't, I think they all drank. I don't know. I don't really remember, but he, I never met him. I don't, I don't think I ever talked to him again. I mean, this was like three weeks into school. So, I mean, who knows, but I went because my friend Chloe, I think, I think was going with one of his friends. So Mm -hmm. she had him ask me anyway. And basically what that means is like, you would go tailgate. I went to tailgate with my new little AOPI friends and at Auburn, you tailgate at white tents, which means like a bunch of people. Uh, well, Auburn sets up these white tents for people to tailgate and you can purchase a, like a lot for that. And you just walk around it to everybody's tent and get food and it's all right out in front of Jordan-Hare Stadium. And we walked around, we took a bunch of pictures that we probably uploaded to Facebook the next day. <gasps> You're going to have to share. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was 2013. I'll have a picture of that dress for sure. Um, it was 2013. So what a time to be alive. And um, what else? Oh, oh, and then and then you'd meet up with your date and then you'd stand with them because pledges have to stand the whole game. So we stand in their pledge section. So you had to stand the whole game. Oh yeah. With pledges, you have to stand the whole game. But you're huh? not pledging. Well, I mean, I could sit down, but like your date's standing oh. up. So you know what I mean? Like you just you stand with the date. It's what you do. You're just like weirdo freshmen. So Ow. we yeah, it, I mean, most people stand the whole college football game anyway when you're in college so it's fine I was young I was spry it was the fall (laughs) of 2013 (laughs) um so that's what we did I was so awkward because I had never really like 
I definitely never been on a date and I had very little experience talking to boys. And we've talked about this on many other episodes. So you can imagine how uncomfortable I was with this guy. And he's uh, standing my friends the were there time. and you have to stay. Yeah. Next to him. The entire game, which is like five and a half hours. I went on, I went on a few others after that, but then towards the end of the season, I just ended up sitting with my friends and we had met some guy friends that were not in a fraternity and we just sat with them. But yes, in the heat, uh, it was, it was something, but you know, it was like cool to go with a pledge. Mm -hmm. They would wear their blue sport coat with their khakis and their orange and blue striped ties. That was the pledge gear that they had to wear to games. It was something special. I bet they were dripping sweat. I know those poor guys. It really sucks for them. In August or September. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Either August or September, like poor, poor guys. I feel bad for them. So (laughs) you're you're there the whole game. I'm there. And I don't drink underage because that was just, that, that was my life and I lived it. And I don't know, you know, I don't think that was the right or wrong decision. It's just what it was. So I was sober as a, as a nun and standing next to a guy I'd never Mm -hmm. met as a shy little girl, but I think I still had fun. I was with my new friends and I was like, I'm going to start fresh. So that was that. (laughs) I'm going to start fresh (laughs) with this new date, with this suit and tie. Uh, yeah, he's tying his khakis and his boat shoes and his sperries. Yeah, this person I'm never going to meet again. I think my family was there too. So afterwards, like often you would go hang out with the people that you were with before. And I think that my friends and I went to a pledge party later that night. But I think I met up with my family for a little bit and then went with my friends to that fraternity's party, if I remember correctly, way later or a different fraternity. I don't really remember. Pledge parties were a big deal at Auburn. So they would throw them like off campus at one of the pledges houses. Mm -hmm. And um, that was like what we did instead of going to bars, which was kind of fun. It was like house parties. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. At Georgia with house parties, I mean, we primarily went to the bars and then the pregame was like a house party. But yeah, in a few cases, there would be fun house parties, but I didn't get as many opportunities as that. And th- th- that's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, it was like a, it was easier to do than trying to get everybody into a bar. I mean, they still, a lot of people still went to bars, but especially fall of freshman year, it was really popular to just hang out at fraternity pledge parties where they made a hunch punch and everybody just hung out. And I didn't, I didn't partake because I had to stick up. Man, 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 man. I've, I've it was had, maybe smart because hunch punch, who knows? I've had some bad hunch punch before. I mean, I've had some in my Ooh, life as, so as well. Sick. And it's it, it's just so much Hawaiian punch. Just orange <laughs> juice. Yes. Oh, gosh. The one I had was just orange juice and taka. No. And, yes, that's yes. not hunch punch. That's just that's, that's just punishment. Poison. Yeah. I've never been. Taka. Taka. Not so, even aristocrat. I know. I don't even terrible. know what aristocrat is. What is that? They call it Arista shit at Auburn. Oh my god! Because okay. it's so, or at least my sweet mate did. I, I'm gonna look at this. My mouse is being weird. I believe Aristocrat comes in a plastic bottle, so that's what that's how you know. I think Taka does too. I believe it does. But if anybody doesn't know what Taka is, so Taka could basically strip the paint off your car if you poured it on it. That's how much of a gasoline like, yep. you know, hardware type substance. Um, that you'd use on your hardware to, if anything's tarnished, you know, you'd polish whatever. You know, it. it really just cleans out your insides the same way. It just strips everything out of you. Both the good and the bad, I'm sure. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Say goodbye to your healthy flora. It's gone. It is gone. And so that was the worst I've ever had. Um, that being said, uh, are you looking it up right now? 
<laughs> no, I'm looking at my dress. I want to show it to, or like my oh outfit my that day. I'm, I'm going to so show excited. it to you. Okay. okay. Have but to I want to hear about up. your college experience. Okay. So we just Wait. talked about hunch punch, but I want to hear about your first game. Okay. Oh my gosh. My first game. Yes. So I was in a sorority at Georgia. Hannah was in a sorority at Auburn. So she was in AO Pi, which we've talked about before. And I was in Alpha Chi Omega, AKO at Georgia. And so this was very, this whole experience was very new to me. So I'm coming off of bid day. I'm coming off of rush. I've made two or three really good friends at Alpha Chi who I've kind of stuck around. And then we've become really good friends with a bunch of people from BYX, which is a Christian fraternity that at uh, Georgia. And so um, basically game day rolls around and, and at Georgia, you know, you don't have to find a date like Auburn. Essentially what you're, you're doing is just, you're finding a group to go with. Like you just want a group of people to go into the game with. <clears throat> and so do you have to wait outside to get good seats. Is that something that's yes, really important? Yeah, we, we had to do that too we, when you weren't going with a pledge because the pledge would yeah. go for you, which was very nice. Oh, that is nice. We would wait for hours outside the stadium. We'd be in this really, really long, long line of people. So it's like, okay, you got to wake up. And at Georgia, this is a really cool experience. I didn't live in the sorority house yet, still in the dorms, but at like 5 a.m., you would hear like RVs pulling up into Athens because people from all over Georgia are driving to a Athens, Georgia, you know, and parking their cars in these lots or by, um, you know, dorms or whatever. So, if, if, for example, the parking by my dorm, I would have to move my car so that people could move their cars in to come tailgate. Which yeah, is we had so to do that in some lots, too. I yeah. thankfully was in a, a lot at my dorm where I didn't have to move my car, but a lot of my mm -hmm. friends did. They were like, you're going to be towed. I, I can't remember where I'd have to go park, but you know, these huge RVs and buses and cars would come and they'd park. And, and so, you know, you hear them with it. They'd have like a loud phone speaker and then you would hear, dun, 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 and you would hear all these type of Georgia songs, Georgia chants, like all of our songs playing so freaking loud that you would be already kind of like starting to stir at like 6, 7 a.m. You're texting your friends. Hey, are you hearing all the loud, you know, and this is like unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. You know, I grew up watching high, uh, high school football and then also watching a lot of Georgia Tech football and if you know both of them Georgia Tech football is not the same that kind of fan base is not the not same anymore. at all yeah not SEC. Anymore. yeah it no. was at a certain point so you had never been to an SEC game prior to college never in my life I only ACC in your head a little more I had been to a couple mm -hmm. okay, okay this is exciting I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like thrilled. Like I've got chills on my arms. I've been hearing about the, how great this game is going to be. You know, I've got my group of girlfriends. We've got our group of guy friends and I hadn't met Ned yet. So he, he was in that BYX fraternity, but I was starting to slowly but surely become friends with all of his, what I didn't know at the time were all of his friends too. Um, but it, so, so I'm texting my friends like six, 7am. Hey, are you hearing the loud music outside? Are you like so excited? I'm so excited. So what I wore that day, God, it's very embarrassing because it's, I mean, at the time it was what was popular. Give yourself some mercy. You need it. You're right, I need dude. it. We all need it. We do. And so I'm going to show, I'll post the photo because I actually do have a photo of my first game day. And I was in a red dress, but it was more like red than, it, or excuse me, it was a little bit more orange than it was red. Like if you look closely at it. Um, and I had, which like was kind of silly at the time because I needed to find something that was fully red. 
I do remember at the time, because Auburn was very good back then, that there was a lot more blue and orange stuff in stores than there was even red and black in the Atlanta area because a lot of Auburn graduates lived in Atlanta. So I remember mm. like carrying a lot of that. And Georgia was just like wasn't very good at that time. So there was just mm-hmm. less collection. I've noticed that that's like a trend in boutiques. Whenever the team is mm-hmm. really good, they have more of that team's color. Very bizarre. You, know so it. That's why. you had to find like the closest fit. It's a great observation. Um, yeah, I did. And it, and it was it was red. It was like a sort of a burnt, a burnt orangey color a little bit. And I'll pull the picture up. But War Eagle. Go dogs. <laughs> 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 this is a, this is will be us today. Well, Auburn plays a, in about twenty three minutes, Hannah. So we'll have to be mindful of that. <laughs> I know the game's coming on. It's cool. I can miss the beginning. Okay. Um, well, so I'm I'm in that, and I'm wearing pearls. Yeah, pearls. Hey, look, pearls may not be your thing now, but pearls are timeless. They really are. It's like not your trend, but they are timeless. You're right. You're right. But but it was. I pearls. used to wear the pearls that you would not. Like the long ones, and you'd know it was kind of like that. Except, yeah, it was I very totally wore those that year. At the top, okay. Um, it was thick, like your grandmother would be wearing it, not like, and that obviously it's timeless. But I've actually been toying with the idea of getting a pearl, like thick pearl choker, asking my mom for hers. But obviously, I'm gonna style it differently than I would have in 2013. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Yep. Um. Yeah. No, pearls are making a comeback, and 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 pearls. Okay. Side note. Pearls can be, I love the very delicate ones. So if you had a drop earring with pearls, if you had a light necklace with pearls, that is elegant. That is timeless. Mine was very tacky how I was wearing it. Um, And then I wore cowboy boots, which if you know me, I won't be caught dead in cowboy boots, at least not on my own accord. So that was whack. But so what we would do is we'd line up outside Sanford Stadium and we would get there at like the game would start at it was like a noon game. Right. Super, super hot outside. We got to be lined up. We got friends going down there at 945 a.m. Right. 11 a.m. Ooh, Hannah. Oh, my God. Hannah, we were wearing the same thing just about because Hannah, we were Hannah look, has look like up a photo. We were fashionable for the time. OK, we got to say you're it. Right. You're right. Hannah, we were wearing about the same thing. I'm not kidding you. You're just oh my you're off. Yeah. I was one year behind you. We were wearing about the same thing. I'm seeing the cowboy boots. I'm seeing the blue and orange dress. Yep. She's wearing a necklace. The J. Crew style necklace that was like a bunch of beads or a bunch of like circles connected. Picture that on me, but that's pearls. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So we'll post this. I don't hate it, Jackie. We were, it was of the time. You're right. It was of the time. And I feel old. I think I the reason we can't get into this cowboy boot trend now is because we wore them then and it's just too soon. I, I think that people are Way styling them now when, you know, people that have more of our kind of taste are styling them okay. And I still don't think I can do it. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't like, I just don't want to. I, I, don't. I just see it and I'm just I like, I can't. Just, I just can't and won't. Some people I'm like, good for and you. you know my, not there. My thing with Texas, I just don't like Texas. So I know you I, don't. It's just not my thing. <laughs> I don't have I any reason to, you guys. It's just the prejudice I, I have that I can't explain. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know I um I can't do the cowboy boot thing, but I I uh what was I gonna say? Shit flew out of my head. Um uh, yes, okay. So we arrive at 9:45 a.m. Or our buddies do. We're we're there at 10. I remember this to the time. That's amazing. 
I mean, I just remember the time frame we got there, like, in the day. So got I'm, I'm making this is, estimations. This is wonderful. Keep going. One thing about me, too, is I have a weirdly weird, I have a weirdly weird <laughs> uh, memory. I, I can remember, you tell me, oh, what were you doing on this day? And not like I can remember what I had for breakfast or whatever like that. But if it's a big event or something in my life, like, I don't know. I'm pretty good about, about recalling days or hangouts I've had with people and what exactly happened, like what we kind of talked about, all that, weirdly. I've said weirdly a lot. Uh, well, that's good. My memory was like that until I was like 25. And since then, I like can't really remember much. So uh, hold on to it. It's a great thing to have. It's not I weird. Will. It's excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I So we're, we're waiting outside the stadium. It's super hot. And so I didn't. I didn't drink in um, in high school, <clears throat> and so I was kind of like, ah, not really for me. You know, I'd had some here and there, and growing up, my parents were very, and I feel like we should maybe do an episode on this, because I, I find this interesting. Um, you know, at holidays, I could have a taste of wine or whatever, and it wasn't ever like, you do this, and like, this is the end of the world if you drink when you're underage. Um, yeah, I was discouraged, but, and I, I was very much like, Hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I get to college and everybody's like, I get in the sorority and they're like, everybody, everybody's gonna be having some alcohol. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. So what we would do is we'd take the big game day cups that you would get in the stadium. So you'd get like a Coke or, you know, whatever. And then somehow I guess they would, they would sneak in like these little bottles of, um, whiskey, I guess, Jack Daniels. And then they, we'd Just have little minis. Yeah, little minis. Yeah. We'd have like, end up having Jack and Cokes in the stadium. Um, yeah, a lot of my friends did that or they had one of those, um, when they got really strict about bringing, like about checking people for alcohol, had like the kind of flasks that you could wrap around your leg and tape. Oh yeah. We did some of that. Not yeah. me per se, but my, some of my friends did. Yeah. I had a lot of friends that did that. It worked. Yeah. Tips and, and tricks for you guys out there, you college <laughs> students just trying to have a little fun. Well, now they sell alcohol in the stadiums. Do they? No, I'm pretty to certain. students. I think that at Auburn, they still only sell it in the non-student section. Like it's, we have a student section that's I blocked that. off. I, I think that's that. true. I think students maybe still aren't allowed to purchase it even when they're over 21. Oh, but I have not looked into that. That was the case when I was in college. Okay. So, yeah. So okay. like you could be over 21 and still get in trouble for bringing in a flask. Oh, because yeah, it was yeah. a dry whatever, but I don't think that's the case anymore. I'll have to look into it. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm, okay. We'll get back on this, <clears throat> but, uh, so we'd go in, we, we would be packed. We would get, so we, this is what would happen. They would open the gates and you'd go in and you'd have your student ID and they would scan it. And you had like your tickets associated with your ID. Um, and if you missed a game that would count as a strike against you. So like if you had gotten or bought your, like, or then signed up for your season tickets and then you didn't go to a game, you get a strike. If you get three strikes, you can't go to games anymore. Like you couldn't go to the um, some of the championship games, and so on and so forth. So um, we get in and we go find our seats and we go down to the bleachers. And every single like all, I guess the student government beforehand goes and puts all these shakers down on all the different bleachers. So like we get our shakers, we go down. We have really really good seats, um, and I guess we're kind of like at the midfield point. Um, obviously, the student section at that time was not like behind. Um, oh, I almost knocked my mic down. That would have been bad. Um, been using my hands too much to talk. But 
we have great seats. All of our friends are there. We've got our big Georgia cups. We're ready to go. But I'll never forget how hot it was. I'm telling you. Sweat, baby. That's SEC football. SEC until, football. Like, late October. Yeah. Like, I'm talking. That's one of the most times in my life. I've... I have never been like that hot. Um, so, you, and I had, I have long hair now. I had very, very long hair at that time, much longer than it is now, if you can believe it. Oh yeah, I've seen pictures that you had like, and your hair is very thick, so it was a lot. I, I also had very long hair. It was hot. I remember like it matting underneath <laughs> from the sweat. My hair still does that. Yeah, it was bad. Whew. And so. I have my hair down. I'm pretty sure there was a guy I liked at the time who was there with us at the game. Ooh la la. So that you were like watching football. Were you pretending to like football more than you even did because he was there? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Every girl's done it. Oh, yeah. Now I actually have a more of a genuine love for football. After I think we all get there by pretending for guys we like. And now we just like it for ourselves. <laughs> I know. We, we I like it, so- it for ourselves and say I we don't like need it. men anymore. We just need football. Yeah. Football is so good. Um, so good. And so go to the game, hot as crap. And then after the game is over, you know, we're all sweaty and we're exhausted and we're tired and we're like, what do we do? So oftentimes we would walk downtown to downtown Athens and we would go either to five guys, get a burger and fries. We would walk to like Walker's coffee shop, which is a big place we would go where we would go like pick up some Jimmy John's. And then honestly, a lot of the time, I'd be so exhausted. I'd go back to the dorm. I'd take a shower and I'd take a nap. And then I would, you know, hang out that night or whatever. And then the next day, just like study or whatever. Because yeah. there's no point in studying after a game day. Like, that's not yeah. going to happen. Not, not going to happen. Um, and then in some cases, they'd have like a fraternity or sorority party that night. So you would go do that, um, which was really an, an interesting experience. <clears throat> but yeah, for, football, George football is so much fun. And at the time, when I was a freshman, um, they weren't that good. Like Georgia didn't really start getting good until, um, oh gosh, it was after I had graduated. It was when we went to the national championship and I don't want to say it. It's too painful. Back in 2018. Um, rest in peace. I had one of those my freshman year. I get it. Heartbreaking. And so we've made up for it now and, you know, go dogs and hoping for a great season, knock on wood, but it's just, and it's kind of otherworldly. Like, if you, if you don't, you know, I, I didn't go to an ACC school. I, I haven't, you know, I wasn't in the Pac-12. Like, I, it, you know, every experience is different. But SEC, it's, like, such a culture. Like, the way that people tailgate before the games. Um, one thing that comes to mind. So, we have a good friend, um, Josh and Mackenzie Cooley, who we went to school with. And Mackenzie was one of my sorority sisters. And her, so, her now husband, Josh, who was actually in BYX, was one of uh, fraternity brothers with Connor and Ned. His family has been tailgating in the same spot in Athens, right outside the stadium, like a little bit, you know, outside the stadium for like 20 years or something crazy or 30 years. Like, oh, yeah, I've been there. And they have the best Bloody Marys ever. I haven't had one of their Bloody Marys, but I've stopped by there before and got free food or maybe like snagged a brownie. Oh, my gosh. And like a great tailgate spot. You see Ugga. Yeah, you can. You have the dog parade, the dog walk. Um, I care about obviously because otherwise yeah. ew. yeah just so cool so cool and I know you're not a huge Bloody Mary fan either though um uh yes I want to be 
I have told Jackie this before. I really want to like Bloody Marys because they seem like something that I should like, not because of societal pressure, but because I would think I would because I like spicy margaritas. There's other savory drinks mm-hmm. that I like. I, every time I try them, I just am not a fan. And I, yeah. but I really want to be because it just feels like a good hearty way to start the day. It is. An it is a hearty way. Soup. Yeah. Alcoholic tomato soup. And it is weird. Like when, you go into drinking one you can't it's really easy to be like I'm drinking cold tomato soup but like you almost have to get that out of your head yeah 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 and approach it like this is kind of like a breakfast cocktail yeah yeah and it took me I mean I I took me like a year or two to come around to them I was not keen on them hold me to this let's try them again soon because I think I might have more of a palate for it now because you know your your taste buds are supposedly supposed to change like every seven years so I haven't tried one since I graduated from I haven't tried one since I was like 24 so I think it's probably time yeah they're really good yeah it's been about five years so I would like to let's do that sometime okay cool cool we shall maybe we make our own so then we can control like sure any like gross elements or bad experiences maybe I've had I can Cool. Well, and I don't. It's not necessarily like anything that's put in it is bad. It's just like for some reason the salty taste just wasn't working for me. But Mm. I think it might now. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my favorite part is the saltiness. Um. But they have this really elaborate, like, um, build your own Bloody Mary bar. They'd have every ingredient you could possibly think of. They'd have several types of vodka or gin that you wanted to use. They had different types of tomato. I mean, this was like, I, I feel I feel like I was at like a five-star hotel or something. It was ridiculous. Um, but what I'm I, what I mean by this is, and I'm sure it was the same way at Auburn, and I'd like to hear about the craziest tailgates you've seen, but people will set up these tents. They'll bring chairs. They'll bring couches. I mean, they'll bring tables to put TVs on to watch the game outside oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a mini house. It's like glamping, football glamping. Oh, it's crazy. It's so fun. Yeah, it is so fun. At Auburn, I know I mentioned the white tents already. I'll elaborate a little bit more. I don't know if any other SEC schools do this, but I happen, I'm pretty sure Georgia doesn't. It is a service that the university provides where you can rent a tent and then they set it up for you. So they set up the tent, they put the TVs up for you, they hook them up, they get the generators out and all that's ready for you when you get there. Now there are other lots, that's like the entire field in front of Jordan-Hare and then some uh, like corridors that go out from there are all white tents, but there are other fields that are uh, open for people to stake out and then set up like a a tailgate like you were describing at Georgia. So there are people that will be there on Thursday staking out in a chair, just holding land uh, to put up their tailgate if it's not a white tent. But the white tent people, which my parents did for a little while, you just roll in and your spot's set up for you and you just bring your food and all that good stuff and you're ready to freaking go. And all of them had massive flat screen TVs. And then they didn't have to take, the, the university took them down for them too. So it was very nice. Oh my gosh. Wow. But but they're elaborate. I mean, the tents are elaborate, but the food and the things that people provide there are just insane. Like one of my friends' families worked for Chick-fil-A. And so they always had this like massive Chick-fil-A nugget situation. You could always know you could go there to get some nuggets. <sighs> Nuggy nugs. Um, it sounds know, delicious. Yeah. You know, the family friends, like my friend Ash and her family uh, goes in on a tailgate that's very close to the stadium. It's a white tent too. And they always have solid food and drinks and they love Connor and and me too. So we go there and we can get a bunch of free stuff. Um, So that was always fun. But uh, like, I don't know if you guys did the same thing, but 
with the white tent situation, everyone just kind of bounced around. Like you just walk around and see if mm-hmm. you found people yep. and you didn't really post up and like, we never really posted up in college at one tailgate. We just kind of mm-hmm. meandered around and just like found our way. And then of That's course, the funnest part. totally. It's the best. And then of course, unfortunately you have to wait in line to get into the stadium. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you don't get to stay as long as you want, but or sometimes you make friends with people who are okay with waiting in line for you and saving yep. you spot. That was mm-hmm. always clutch. So good. And then you hop the line and all the people get pissed behind you and you're like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and we actually, I did that freshman and sophomore year. We had to, freshman year, if I went with a pledge, obviously they waited. If I went with my friends, which is towards the back half of the season, we had to wait and, and get seats. But sophomore year, I, my friend groups and I, like a lot of the guys weren't in a fraternity or if they were, they weren't pledges anymore. Uh, so we would all just wait and and uh, we had some guy friends who were really specific about where we'd sit. So they would always wait early and then we'd just sit with them. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but then junior and senior year, Auburn had historically had fraternity block seating in the very front uh, of like the very bottom section of the student section. And fraternities got a certain amount of allotted rows there. But junior and senior year, they opened it up for every club and sororities too. And so it was like grades-based and philanthropy-based and all this. The sororities kicked out most of the fraternities because all of them had better grades. So it was like an uproar. People were pissed, but we were obviously very happy about it. So we had like a dedicated section for us my junior and senior year. That we just had in the very front. And it was great. Wow. That's super nice. Yeah, it was great. Wow. But that sounds yeah. lovely. The The white tent thing is lovely too. We didn't have anything like that at Georgia, but one of my, I'll go back to one of my favorite parts is wandering around. Oh, it's the best. Tailgate after tailgate. I used to just feel like, okay, so I was, I, I am historically a shy person in high school. I stayed in my bubble a lot and didn't, you know, get out there. So in college, I was like, I want to do a little bit more and like meet more people. And I just remember on game day feeling like today is a day I can, I can meet anyone. And I like, who knows, who knows what's going to happen on game day. I can make new friends. I could like, who knows? So just wandering around and meandering through different, uh, different tents and different tailgates you just meet so many new people and make so many friendships or just people that you talk to one day and you're like we're gonna be great friends and you never talk to them again but that's freshman year it's the best that is freshman year freshman year is very strange in college oh yeah absolutely I was just looking through my pictures on Facebook from back then and there's a girl and like that I hung out with at one of the game days that I don't I think I hung out with like a bunch for a month in freshman year and then I never think I saw her again all of college like it just it just was how it was we were like finding our place and she was a very nice girl but I ended up finding my my like best friends from college who are still my faves today like second half of freshman fall and Mm -hmm. into the spring we kind of like settled in and then then it so did the that other girl she found her people in her sorority and whatever and then we did our own thing but just so many doors that you can maybe open. And, you know, I went to college with a bunch of people from a different state that I didn't know. And that's what I wanted. I wanted a fresh start and it was definitely a fresh start for me. So I met, it might've been different at UGA cause you knew quite a few people going into school, right? Did you feel like you kind of had a, no, I didn't know anybody. Ah, all yeah, right. All I was right. kind of like you in the fact that, you know, I needed to branch out and, so nice. you know, so nice. No, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I knew one person from my high school who was, who was my roommate, who was a mutual friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That crazy that's story. Right. Yep, yep, so yep. if you haven't listened to that one and you want to listen to the college roommate story, that's a wild story. So go back you and gotta listen. You got to listen to it, you guys. Yeah, you do. Um, and so, yeah, it was crazy town. But I didn't know anybody. So I, I so nice. you know, it was so nice. But 
I had, you know, that first semester who I went even went to the game with girlfriends. We weren't friends after first semester freshman year. Yep, exactly. You oh, know, yeah. and you oh, find yeah. you find your niche. And, you know, I I met Ned and uh, you know, we started kind of talking in December of twenty fourteen. So at the very end of the first semester of my freshman year. And then we started hanging out second semester. So yeah. That like obviously adjusts your friend group. Oh, for sure. But what's interesting is I was already friends with a lot of his friends. Yeah. Which was like, oh, they were already kind of in my friend group, but yet Ned was, and then I met Connor Moore and Josh and all that. Yep. Um, So yeah, it's just interesting. It's really weird. It's fun how that shakes out. And it's really, I mean, I don't know if other other colleges are from different divisions are like this, but I feel like a lot of my friendships were really founded upon football experiences mm-hmm. where they started there. Like my freshman year at Auburn, I mean, Auburn football is so much fun too. The it's just, it's an SEC school. It's always going to be a great time. And my freshman year particularly was an incredible time to be an Auburn student because that was the year that we had um, both the prayer at Jordan-Hare, which is when, sorry, um, the ball was tipped in the UGA game and we won in the very last second from a tipped ball Mm -hmm. that was caught and run in for a touchdown. Um, That was excellent. And then also the, the week after was the Alabama game with the kick six that was run back for a touchdown. And we won that game too. And then we stormed the field on that one. Thank you. Because I hate Uh, Alabama. I will say it. I I hate them. Like, like, I'm not somebody that uses hate. I cannot (laughs) stand their fan base unless we are friends and you are an Alabama fan. It's all good with me that we're friends, but I cannot talk to you about like one of my friends from Nashville. She's been an Alabama fan her whole life. Her whole family went to Alabama. Like, I'm like, dude, we, we just know we cannot talk about college football. Like, I cannot. That's like, funny. Oh, that's I funny cannot stay away because I don't even really care. That's how I used <sighs> to and try really hard not to feel about UGA fans. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And so I try not I've to feel. around for you. No, you. You've done a good job, but Thank it you. is really hard for me. All my Auburn friends don't live here, and I have to, to spend a lot of time with Georgia fans, and it's not very easy for me. I've tried to give up caring about football a little bit. It's made it a little mm-hmm. bit easier. I used to be a diehard Auburn fan, and I'm trying to give it up because it's just not good for my mental health. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I understand. It's sad, though, um, but that's okay. Uh, what was I saying before? Oh, my freshman year was a great time. So the kick six was an unbelievable game, probably the best, one of the best college football games in history. And I was there for that and stormed the field that night. It was so fun. And I ended up being with one or two of some girls that I just started hanging out with who are now like some of my favorite people in the world. like Mary Claire was there with Mm. me. And that's when we kind of first started hanging out and I've got a picture on the field with her and some other girls that were in my sorority that like, we didn't end up being like great friends, but they're awesome people. Just funny to think about those like moments in time, a lot of them surrounding football that Mm -hmm. stamped in a friendship. And yeah, from there, like Mary Claire and I, like, I think we went and rolled tumors that night. That's another thing that Auburn does. We uh, roll our trees in downtown Auburn with toilet paper when we went. It's so freaking fun. Probably wasteful, but it's very fun. I think it's recycled. (laughs) Uh, But it's just, it's just stupid and so fun. And like, you know, you're going to run into everybody, you know, down there when you roll tumors and then you can like meet up and make plans for where you're going afterwards. And it just like got to be a time when like a bunch of girls that were kind of like me in high school met and we were like, nope, we're going to have fun. We're going to be, we're going to be different. We're going to have a good time. And that's when those friendships started blossoming. Oh, good times. Such sweet times. Such sweet times. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I, I will say this because now I'm in my head about it a bit. You know, hate's a strong word. I strongly dislike Alabama. 
That's what I'll say. Don't be in your head about it. It's college football. Everybody knows it's not it that is, serious. But I get I get very heated about not it. Everybody very... knows. I used to not know that it wasn't that serious. I know now that it's not that serious. I probably take it a little too seriously, but you know, it's that's all because funny. you guys are good right now. You won't when you're not good anymore. You'll take it seriously, but like it just sucks. So yeah, it's just you have right. to let it go to remain sane. That makes sense. That makes sense. That probably won't happen for another twenty years for you guys. Uh, knock on wood knocking on wood right now we shall see you'll find out we will um but speaking of college football I want to talk a little bit about how we experience college football as adults right so meaning for example today Ned and I are hosting a get together at our house where we're watching the game we're watching a bunch of games we're watching the Auburn game and then we're gonna watch a Georgia game it's just fun to bring people together yeah. that being said I might not have tickets to a game this season, but it's very possible that I'll be going up to Athens to tailgate for one of the games, which is a huge experience. Um, But I know that one year, for example, um, you and Connor came to Nashville and you brought our buddy Mike. Yes, yes. You probably know where I'm going with this story. Yes, I do. Love Mike. Mike, what's up? If you're listening to this podcast, all good and fun. Don't feel bad about the story I'm about to tell. I'm just going to preface it. Because did y'all come up for a specific football game or I'm not sure we were there for football. I think we're just there to visit. We were probably there for soccer, if anything. Okay. Um, And I feel like maybe it was a few more people, maybe Caitlin and Alex. I can't remember. Yeah, there were more people there, but it it only really matters that we mentioned Mike. (laughs) Totally. Um, And one of Caitlin and Alex were there. I believe. Yeah, I believe they were there present. Heck yeah present <laughs> also tell me if i need to like wrap this up so we can go watch the game no 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 you're good i have a story i want to tell too okay sweet um so i'll I'll, uh, I'll talk about this one well you know one of the fun things about football season is going out into a yard a parking lot a field preferably a field or somewhere that's dedicated where there's no cars or people around and yes. throwing the football yes that's so fun um i'm funny story about me i'm terrible at throwing a football i actually can't throw a football which is wild. That's okay. Most girls can't. The only reason I can is because I had three brothers that all played football so, at one point in their life. So um, I weirdly have a great arm, though. So I can throw it really far. That's good. Because I played softball for a long time. So I can throw it far, but I cannot get a nice spiral. And that frustrates the crap out of me. It's very hard. It's not that easy to do, honestly. And I, like, <laughs> I'm pretty rusty, so I probably can't right now either. Well, we should go try after this. We should. You can let Connor coach you. It used to drive me insane when he did that because oh, I hate to do it. Stop <laughs> but you can let him. He's a good teacher. Okay. That sounds great. But I, I know what you mean. I'm sometimes like that too. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I know I throw it bad, but don't tell me what to do. Well, I was like very prideful that I actually knew how to throw a football. And then he would try to give me advice. I'm like, I actually know kind of what I'm doing. So I'm like, can you, at least, can you at least be grateful that I kind of know what I'm doing? And then you can like help. <laughs> it was like oh, such well. a pride thing for me. Remember I said that I thought my athleticism was the only thing that would make guys attracted to me and that Connor didn't care. That's a story about like that's a little snippet <laughs> of, of how he didn't care. Oh my gosh. It's funny times. Um, well, throwing the football. We're in Nashville, and our buddy Mike was up, and him, Connor, and Ned are out in the parking lot of where we had town, where our townhome was. There were just a bunch of cars all kind of together, and there were there were some people around. Um, the people should have been looking where the ball was being thrown, but essentially, Mike threw a football, a hard ball. Yes. From how many feet do you think that was in the parking lot? 
I mean, it wasn't that long of a distance. It was probably only like 30 feet. It wasn't that long. So it was like 30 feet, but like it had some power behind it. Well, that's what I'm saying is like it wasn't thrown that far. So it it was had a lot of the speed still on it because it didn't lose speed over distance. That so it sense. was thrown very hard. Yes. One thing you'll learn about me, you probably already know, I'm horrible at, if you were telling me that's 30 feet, don't know what that is in my head. I'm not very great at it either, but I guess 30 feet, that sounds far to me, but it's not. So I think it was probably about 30 feet. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, He throws it. Um, at a pretty, pretty quick rate. And we had just had neighbors who had moved in next door, like our old neighbors who we had known had moved out. These new people moved in and like, they weren't the friendliest. Like you trust me, you don't have to be a friendly neighbor. Like it's all good. Keep to yourself, whatever. Cool. They just like, we were already trying to like, be like neighborly and be like, hello, how are you? Or like, you need anything? Just let us know. Cause they had been moving from like the North to the South. Like, oh, well show you that Southern hospitality. Oh, just kidding not at all I just you know hey you need anything I got you I'm trying to be real no, chill you guys are very hospitable so thank yes. you I appreciate it and so of course Mike nails our neighbor in the net in the head I said the net in the head with a football like she's like what was she even doing I think it was in the, was it in the back of her head yeah dude yeah. it was in the back of her head she yeah. was talking I think to me or you me no, there was another girl there who was it oh my god it was it our other neighbor I think it must have been another neighbor I think so because you talked to her about it later oh my god yeah well the other neighbor we were like watch out watch out and like I'm pretty sure I even said watch out and she like didn't duck she didn't move she didn't turn her head and she got nailed in the back of the head the reaction time was was not good it was not good and Mike runs up like this girl is just like frozen like you can tell she's in a lot of pain she has tears in her eyes. Mike comes up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're like, we're so sorry. And like, she puts her sunglasses on and she just stands there. She doesn't say anything. So weird. So weird. And then she goes to her door and like, she just is just standing there. She like doesn't say anything. And we're like, hey, like, what can we do for you? Like, can we get this for you? Can we get that? Does not respond. So weird. I went inside at this point because I felt so uncomfortable. I, I was trying to console her or like not console. I was trying to encourage slash be there to support. And I get it. Right. Everybody receives pain, awkward situations differently. Sure. I mean, I don't like getting attention when I'm in pain because it makes me cry. But at the same time, if somebody's like, are you okay? I'd be like, yes, yes, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine to try to get them away from me. I would be nice and be like, no, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. Like, don't worry about me. But she didn't say anything. So it's like, how are you supposed to respond or know how she wants you to respond? Very weird. Perplexing situation, dude. It was uncomfortable. Everybody felt so uncomfortable. And so I ended up leaving her like a bottle of wine and a note. And I was like, hey, so sorry this happened to you. Like, I just, I don't even know what I said. I, I I was just like, hey, that sucks. Like, all good, whatever. And, like, she just didn't really talk yeah. to me again, really, or us again. And it was so fucking weird. And, like, I'm so sorry weird. for her, but it was so weird. It was especially weird. Like, you guys were in a townhome, and you shared a wall with this lady, and she just was, like, super weird to you. And that's just uncomfortable. Like, doesn't take that much effort to just try to be kind in one moment. And then you don't have to, like, you guys don't have to be friends. Just be respectful of somebody's apology. I, I think that that's not very much to ask of somebody, personally. I would have to agree with you. Um, but that was a weird football story, tailgating story. Speaking of pain from football, uh, football can cause a lot of pain. 
In fact, the story that I want to tell is my junior year. I'm dating a Georgia student. As I mentioned, I absolutely hated Georgia in mm. college. Hated. Don't you mean strongly disliked? <laughs> no, I don't. It's okay. I it's don't. Okay. It was not. I was. I was very immature about it. <laughs> no, uh, it's and okay. I, it was full. I'm just um, kidding. So that was how I felt about it. And I was dating a Georgia student. So I came to Georgia to for the Auburn-Georgia game that year. It was in Athens. And Connor had been out of town Friday. So it was Connor that I was dating. I think I said that, but I don't know. Um, he had been out of town for a USA men's soccer game in Cincinnati, which I was already kind of upset about because he knew it was the Auburn Georgia game. And I was bringing my friends to Athens and I was kind of excited for him to show them around and like, you know, like meet and hang out with my friends a little bit more because we spent more time in Athens than we did in Auburn. So, and also in Auburn, I felt kind of bad for him because most of my friends were girls by the time I was a junior. Like we just had a really strong female friendship crew. So it just like was a bunch of ladies and he was like, what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) Like, that's fair, completely fair. Uh, But anyway, so I was kind of bummed and a little bit bitter that he wasn't going to be there on Friday night and was only going to be there like halfway through the game on Saturday. So he wasn't going to be able to like hang out or tailgate with us. So I was already really bummed and we were already in a like rocky place in our relationship. And so I had picked up on the fact that he was barely texting me that weekend. And like, he had just been kind of withdrawing his, I I actually, speaking of writing poetry that we spoke about on the last episode, I wrote a poem once about how I felt about this. And it was basically like his, his physical body, like his bones were present in the relationship, but like the rest of him had left, like all of his spirit, all of it was just gone. And he would agree with this because he was scared and he wasn't ready to commit, which is totally fine. However, I was like very hurt by this because I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, I don't want to be treated like this anymore. So I'd had enough. And I'm in the stadium at the Auburn Georgia game all the way up in the guest section that's at the very top of the stadium and someone's like thrown up and the bleachers next to me and I'm upset about it and like right before we had come into the game we were tailgating and like I think I had like cried or like we got in a fight on the phone or something I don't specifically remember but I know we were in um Myers quad Mm -hmm. tailgating and that's where I was like very upset and my friends were all noticing I was upset and I was at the game and I was like I have to leave this game and I've got to like I've got to go break up with him (laughs) halfway through do you not know this story no. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was um, probably in Myers Club with you and didn't even know it. You probably were. You <laughs> probably were. Although I knew you at that time, so I think I would have seen you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, um, so Connor gets back in town into Athens at, like, halftime, and I'm like, um, I'm walking back to your apartment. I need to talk to you. And I go back to his apartment and, like, weep. I mean, weep through a breakup. I was like, I don't want to do this, but you're not treating me right. And like, I don't know what to do. And like, it's like, I don't want you to leave. And it was just a very, very, very messy breakup because I was very emotional and he was emotional because he wasn't expecting it. And it was in the middle of an Auburn Georgia game, which is hilarious. But I just like, when I got a pit in my stomach, I just couldn't ignore it. And so I just went after it. It was very dramatic, but also like it just needed to be done. And honestly, if I hadn't done it that day, I probably would have never done it because the next day I called it. I was in Auburn because my friends so kindly drove me home that night right after the breakup instead of staying in Athens another night. And because we were staying at Connor's apartment, so that would have not worked out so well. Yeah. Um, so they drove me back. And then the next morning I woke up and was like, I completely regret my decision. I'm like, I'm driving to Athens. I like need to make this up to you. But then he wouldn't 
he wouldn't take me back. So that he was like, maybe in the future, like, I think that we just need some time. And then that's when we led into that summer where he didn't make eye contact with me when he had told me, like, I think we just need some time. So it was just like funny, dramatic memories. But we, now we, we very jokingly reference like the Auburn Georgia game and like breakups are like, you know, it's a great time to break up with someone in an Auburn Georgia game because I left and at halftime and it was just the most dramatic thing I could possibly do. <laughs> the ultimate rivalry. It really was. Oh, it was so funny. It was so funny. Um, it's funny to laugh at that now though, you know? Oh, it was, yeah, it was horrendous. Uh, yeah, it was so bad. It was so bad. <sighs> it was one of those like great, great lessons and expectations versus reality where I'd had these expectations that we were going to go to Athens and my Connor was going to show my friends to all the bars we'd had so much fun in and we were going to have this like amazing time in Athens and my friends were going to be like Connor's great and Athens is great and then it just like he didn't really care that they were there and he didn't really want to see them is how I felt at least that's how I felt it's probably not true um and just like every expectation I'd had for the weekend was like not met. And that's the danger of having expectations for things. And the danger of somebody like me that just like has daydreaming problems, like thinks about things all the time and like envisions what's coming because and get it can really get you into some trouble. And it did it can. in that situation. And I was like, these unmet expectations, I can't handle it. Can't handle it. Oh my gosh, dude. But you know what? College football doesn't just bring pain. It brings so much fun and joy. And joy and like it's it's a grand old time it's so fun to go back as an adult like you said and tailgate I don't go back to Auburn very much because Connor hates going and he's been kind of going to go a couple of times. You guys. <laughs> thank you Let's but also it. it's not just that I would go by myself or drag him with me but a lot of my friends don't go to the games and I don't know anyone there anymore so it's like why would I I, I only really want to go to hang out with my friends. I don't want to go to just be by myself. I don't care about it that much. I'd rather stay at home and watch it on the TV with my family if if I want to be with fans because a lot of my friends just don't care about football. So it's not something that gets them back to to Auburn. And Auburn's been pretty bad the past couple of years, so it's not very motivating to go back. My only friend that really goes often is Ashton, and I really, you know, mad respect for her on that. And And my friend Michelle goes too. But whenever I do get to go, it's very nostalgic. Just walk around campus. I'm just like, it's where I became a grown-up lady, kind of. And it was so special. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the same way when you walk through that. It is a special place. It's so, oh, special. so special. It's so special. Makes me um, happy. So all you SEC girls out there, put on your way-too-fancy outfit for a football game. Put on the best makeup you know how to do at the age of 18. Straighten that hair with hopes that it's going to stay straight when it won't. And rock those shakers and have a grand old time. Pop off. Two bits, four bits, six bits a dollar off for Auburn. Stand up and holler. It's the stupidest cheer we have. Two dogs. <laughs> Sing them. Uh, Auburn does have really stupid cheers. Connor made fun, makes fun of that, and it's completely valid. Like, his jokes about it, I'm like, yeah, you're fair. That's completely fair. They're stupid. Um, they're fun for us, but they're so dumb. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Yep. Good Two times. Track them tigers just like beagles. Give them hell, you war damn eagles. Hey. Mm. Education. College football. Who would have thought they'd go together hand in hand? I don't know, but it's something, something special. Something special. Well, that being said, what's your carry out, Hanan? Great question. Uh, carry out, I think I want to try to figure out a better balance of how to continue to be an Auburn fan because I've let that go for my sanity mm. a little bit. 
not because I feel like anybody's making me, but just for my sanity. And I, I want to learn to be able to do it and it not make me sad to be about around a bunch of Georgia fans all the time Mm -hmm. in a way that I can like handle. You're strong. I'm not. And that's why I've kind of stopped, but I, I don't, I don't handle the pushback. Well, like when people make fun of Auburn, I really hate it. It's just like, it bothers me. It hits a soft spot. Dude. Okay. See, that's for me. This is, this is what pisses me off. Right. This will be a part of my carryout. I cannot stand like be a respectful fan. Like if somebody else, like you're here with a bunch of Georgia fans and you're not saying shit about Georgia, that's yeah. respectable. If I was in a room with Auburn fans or I'm here with you, I'm not going to sit here and shit on Auburn. I'm just not going to do it. Well, and the thing is also like punching up is much easier to do and Auburn's really bad. And over the last couple of years, there's been a couple of people who like just really love to make fun of me for being an Auburn graduate because they think it's funny. And I just like don't that's think it's so funny because annoying. we're not at all a threat to UGA because we suck right now so I'm like what's the point even like that's just that's like punching while somebody's down instead of punching up and even punching up I'm like it's not worth it so that's kind of what I want to figure out how to be a fan without it becoming more important than it needs to be in my head yeah if that makes sense because I I am not very good at balancing that so that's what I want to figure out well I'm here for support even though I'm not the best person because I'm not an Auburn person but well you don't need to be I think it's just like being a fan as an adult is understanding like it's a small thing. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, but it, it's fun to let it be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But when it starts to like change your moods and make you frustrated and all that, it's not worth it. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. Yeah. So what's yours, Jackie? I would say, um, you know, go sports, go football, go, football. You go know, athlete, get it. You know what I mean? Like enjoy, like if football's not your thing, like go you for like, being obsessed with hockey like go you for being obsessed with basketball like I think fandom is so cool I think teams are so cool and like it's yeah. such a fun culture and environment and party time and fun time could be a quiet time on your couch if you enjoy chill football time sometimes I do but that being said I think it's really fun it reminds me of fall it's a good way for everybody to get together and before you know it, we'll have Alex's sports corner on. We thought we were going to be able to make it happen oh, today, man, but he's out of town. Yeah, we were going to just put him in the uh, in the room we recorded and just let him let him spout off whatever he wants to talk about. Which apparently the ACC is adding Cal and Stanford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted him to talk about that. I know. It's crazy because the ACC is a Southern Conference, but just wild. I mean, baffling. So he needs he needs to talk about it on College Football Is Dead. Alex, if you're listening. Alex, get your butt over to the Pruitt's house whenever you get back in town, and let's record an episode. Next, next, next thing, next yeah, episode. Fandom we is great. Come down here. Fandom's the best. Um, yeah, I love sports. I love being a fan. I have always loved being a fan. Kind of like I said, I've kind of like withdrawn in a lot of ways as a fan in a lot of different teams because the disappointment like really used to take it out of me, and I don't like that feeling. But being a fan is just so fun. If you can find a balance to not let it like ruin your year, which used to happen for me, um, but mm-hmm. can let it be fun. And then also you can handle when it's disappointing. So that's kind of what I've been exercising with the Braves. It's been excellent. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's been great. All right, I guys. Love we love you. Love Go you watch football or whatever you love. Happy sports. Bye, goodish people. <laughs>